Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Not About Your Body. I'm your host, Jesse Neeland. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about some recent stuff in my journey with my body. Uh, basically, throughout the nine months that I was writing my book uh, for Penguin Life on Body Neutrality, I was falling apart. I was totally out of shape. I was struggling. <laughs> I was uh, feeling like weak as hell, uh, battling depression in therapy, trying to get the right meds, uh, trying to get the book done. It was just, it was a lot. And uh, I had gone into it already out of shape, having uh, spent like, you know, the COVID years <laughs> pretty inactive, all things considered. Um, but then I started training with my older brother, Ben. So he is a personal trainer and, uh, works specifically with climbers. He has his own, um, gym. And so we would go over, we being my partner and I would go over twice a week. And this only started a couple of months ago, but, um, we started doing training with Ben twice a week. And in the beginning, honestly, I was in so much pain, like my neck and shoulders, uh, collarbone were so tight and painful from old injuries and, uh, you know, just like tightness and holding of all the stress. And we actually started working on the idea for a, a product together that we ended up not actually creating, but um, I still think is a brilliant idea, which is like essentially a workout or, you know, a movement training program for people with depression, because what we discovered is everything in my life, uh, because of my mental health, everything was this curling inward. My shoulders were rounded inward all the time. My, um, you know, like every part of, if you think about like crying really hard, which I was doing all, all the time, like every day, pretty much, um, crying is this really inward curl, you know, you, you sort of find yourself in the fetal position eventually. Um, and depression itself also just like this slumping, this uh, curving, this collapsing. And so I wasn't breathing well. I wasn't moving well. I was just in pain. And so we started super, super easy. And he gave me a lot of the stuff that I was like, this is so smart. Um, you know, it's why I said we shouldn't make a program for this. Uh, but like basically it was all about opening up. And what I discovered was immediately upon doing little baby cobras and other things where my chest started to open up, uh, I felt really emotional. I felt really uh, scared. I felt a lot of resistance. And that told me like, oh, okay, this is super linked to what I'm going through, um, you know, mental health and, and emotional stuff it was really, really linked to that. Like I was feeling like uh, a lot of the grief and uh, fear that was leading to the depression anyway was this feeling of like uh, just wanting to snap shut, you know, feeling like highly overly vulnerable um, to to pain, just feeling like I, I couldn't handle it. So this feeling of wanting to snap shut had led to this depression, which literally was starting to snap my body shut. And what we started doing uh, in our training together was Ben would have me opening up in these like really safe, controlled moves and... It just, it, it, it changed my life. I mean, I, I can't put it any other way. It changed my life. I started doing little bits of that work on our off days. Like I would do a little baby cobra while watching TV. Or I would do one of these kind of like half bridgey things that were starting to get my chest open. Um, and it, it was always uncomfortable. Like physically it was uncomfortable. Also, I was just weak, you know. So like everything was hard. Lifting my butt off the ground was hard, you know, standing up was hard. Um, but it was also just interesting to me. 
because it felt like it was such an important piece of my healing process to get back into my body in this way. And I was immediately noticing, like, every time I did these moves, I had to deal with something emotionally after, and that felt important. I was like, okay, what would come up would be, you know, like, just a feeling of vulnerability or a feeling of anxiety or whatever, and then I would process that, and that felt like, okay, this is this is part of the work I need to do to climb out of depression. So as far as I'm concerned, even if I never get in shape again, I have to do this movement stuff with Ben in order to heal, to get better, you know? But I also have in my history, <clears throat> I have a background of movement being the the driver of a lot of my healing, you know. So I started dancing when I was uh, 18, 19. Um, I had never done any exercise before. I'd been the world's least athletic person, most out of shape person, uh, just really, really never connected to my body. I had trauma, so I was completely disconnected. I was dissociated. I had no proprioceptive awareness, all these things. But at 18, 19, when I started dancing, I learned, oh my God, if I train my body, it will do stuff, you know? Like it was just this mind-blowing thing. Like, oh my God, when I work hard, when I put effort in to something that I care about, which at the time was dancing, um, it it rewards me. You know, it has this like linear logic. You work hard, you get better. You train something, you improve at it. It just... It changed my life at the time for a million reasons. It got me embodied for the first time. It helped me tap into myself for the first time. But it also gave me a sense of my own um, self-determination. It gave me a sense of the fact that if I work at something, there will be an improvement. And I had really not had that feeling before. Like I studied hard. Uh, and I got good grades. I, you know, practiced my lines and then I could do the theater show. Like I, I had certainly done stuff, you know, and had that kind of feeling of payoff. But it was so unique in the realm of movement because I don't know why, actually. I don't know if it's just the fact that it is linked to, you know, the way that I breathe, the way that I moved, the way that I posture, all these things. But whatever it was, it was the first time I could really look at myself and say, I did this. I couldn't dance before and then I trained and now I can do that. Like I was doing things I never in a million years would have thought was possible for myself. It it blew all my limiting beliefs around who I was and what I was capable of out the window. It was like, holy cow, I could probably do anything. How did nobody ever tell me this before? Um, it was it was life altering, you know. And I later in my 20s, when I got into fitness, I would say it felt very similar. Like I knew that me getting strong was the push that drove me into my best uh, best years, you know, the best uh, phases of my life have all been driven by movement first. And I would sometimes joke even with the people in my life that like, if I want to be happy in three months, I should start a movement training plan today. Like it, it is not immediate payoff by any stretch of the imagination, but it is consistent. When I train for something, when I get embodied, when I commit to a body that feels good, I, two or three months later, find myself being like happy, <laughs> just finding access to happy, uh, not happy all the time, of course, but like feeling good, you know, it, it's such an improvement for my mental health. And I always feel like people say, oh, I feel so much better after I go for a run. I feel so much better after I have a workout. I don't necessarily connect to that. Like maybe a little bit. Yeah, but not all the time and not in any kind of notable way. It's the long term slower stuff that I notice to be so impactful and so consistent for me. So 
when I started training with Ben these months ago, I only basically had the goal of like maybe trying to get out of pain, like hoping that my neck and spine wouldn't hurt so much anymore. Um, Definitely trying to combat my depression with whatever I could do in terms of movement to support my mental health. And then also sort of like a far off thought, yeah, if I could get strong again someday or like actually feel fit and capable, that'd be cool. But what happened was throughout months of writing the book towards the end of the book, I was collapsing. My entire life was freaking collapsing. I was so stressed. I mean, I was having panic attacks all the time, which by the way, panic attacks are also a collapsy thing for me. Um, you know, in terms of posture, it's like shoulders crunched down, knees crunched up, like clutching my chest, um, rigid, tight. It's all this like gripping, gripping, gripping. I still went to my training sessions with Ben and we were doing stuff that was so gentle that I never was like scared of them. I wasn't like, oh my God, this workout, I don't have the energy for it. Even though I didn't have the energy for anything, I always knew that I could get through them because we were doing such gentle stuff. And slowly, over time, as these things happen, they got harder because I was getting stronger. And then the book finished. And this is where the magic started to happening. happen. As I was recovering from the like stress and tension and rigidity and, and uh, overwhelm and all that stuff from the book writing, after I handed in my manuscript, over those next couple of weeks, I was like really relaxing, uh, breathing more, trying just to rest. I've, you know, napped a lot. And then I found myself in a position of like feeling good during every workout uh, and then feeling really good during my workouts. And then like noticing, wow, he's really been pushing. I didn't even hardly notice that he's been pushing me uh, to the extent that I'm like pretty strong now, actually. And in the last couple of weeks, I've just been like feeling so good physically and so proud of myself physically. And I can see these huge differences. Like I could not have done any of the things I'm doing now three or four months ago. No chance in hell. Not even two months ago, probably, because that was like right when when the, I'd say it kind of got ramped up, you know. Um, but what I can see is that I'm not in pain pretty much ever. All my neck and spine and all that stuff, pain is gone. And because of the way Ben's training style is, he was never trying to get me uh, anywhere that I didn't want to go, right? Like he was totally focused on my goals. He wanted me out of pain as well. And he looks at the body in a really interesting way. And so he was always looking for like, where is the neck pain coming from? Where is the spine pain coming from? What is out of balance? What could be improved um, in terms of how you move and, and hold the story of your body, et cetera, et cetera. All really interesting stuff, super compatible with how I see the body and how I, how I think and see the world. Um, and so we would talk about these things, you know, like there was a, a moment where I don't remember what we were first doing, but it had to do, uh, I was like on a wobbly. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay. So I was on like a seesaw basically. Like I was standing on a seesaw. I always hated doing shrugs. Shrugs are like when you lift your shoulders up a little bit with weights in your hands. And I was doing shrugs on the stupid seesaw and I was complaining because I like to complain a lot. And I was like, I don't like how shrugs feel. They they tweak. They feel tweaky. They feel sharp, painful in my upper shoulders and neck. And uh, and he kept insisting we do them anyway. And I was always like, God, why? This sucks. I hate these. Um, but I also had noticed I'd been feeling better and better. So I was like, I'm just going to like trust you and do what you tell me to do. I just don't like them. So I was complaining about it, standing on my little wobbly seesaw, holding this stupid kettlebells and doing shrugs. And I don't remember what he asked, but he said that I was holding my, uh, I was holding really rigidly. Something in my chest uh, or hips was like super stuck. And so he had me kind of like, uh, I think I think he actually made me sing a song. 
um, something like that. I either had to sing a song or tell him a story or shout something. I had to do something. And he had me uh, basically find fluidity in that moment, find looseness. And uh, somewhere in that session, I had this first glimpse of what it felt like to have space in my body again. The feeling of like, oh my God, I can breathe again. Like it it usually, my, the neck and spine pain that I would have, the the traps, the tight traps that I have, um, and collarbone stuff, they're all, they're all linked and connected. So when I would inhale is when it would hurt the most. And it was the first moment in like years that I had inhaled and not felt that pain. And I told him that. I was like, oh my God, that felt really cool. Like I just could, it was suddenly like there was an extra tank of air in my belly and my ribs. Like I just felt this space. And he was like, whoa. And that changed how he, like our entire training started to shift around that because I was out of pain for the first moment, you know? And he was like, we found it. Like we, we know what we're looking at now. And I should probably tell you, this is an old injury. The neck and spine thing comes and goes, but I've had it for like over a decade. I have worked with some of the best professionals, rehab people. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I've worked with everybody and, and feels like kind of done everything. Nobody has ever been able to help. Even in the in the most expensive, like the guy who, I don't know, I can't remember what he does now, but I worked with a guy for a while in LA who uh, like, you know, works with professional athletes all the time. And, and I was so convinced like he has the key. I didn't feel any better, not once. So finding this moment was a huge deal. And I started like linking those moments together more and more often in our training sessions and outside of our training sessions. He would reflect to me, as soon as I finished a set of something, I would collapse again. My shoulders would slump down. My ribs would collapse. Um, I would just go back to my like, what I, I think of it now is like my depression posture, like a very, very half fetus position of just like moving through life. Um, and... So he just reflected that and he was like, during our training sessions, I just want you to like try to stay aware of it. See if you can see if you can avoid the slump until afterwards, you know, and then also stay aware of it during life. Uh, just notice how it feels. Notice how you breathe, et cetera. And so I started finding spaces where more and more often I could make that happen, which, by the way, is not easy. Like if you've ever done any of this kind of training work, you know, it is you can't just make it happen. If somebody's like, but breathe deeper, like, you, no, you can't things are stuck, it's not going to happen. So what I was doing was finding ways to bring that into availability for myself. And he was like doing it, you know, he was like leading this, he was he was coming up with such thoughtful um, training uh, plans for me, and also being really like reactive in the moment so that anything that I found we would turn towards like this thing on the wobbly thing, the seesaw. So what we discovered was I only have space when my traps are are slightly activated because normally they're, they're like slumped way down. Uh, my shoulders sort of hang limply instead of being like held with energy. Uh, and my whatever that just sort of follows a cascade of things where my breath cannot get deep. I, I really can't. I, there's no there's no fluidity or flow to my breath. Like I inhale, but it still feels stiff, you know. Uh, it doesn't feel spacious. And then in all of that, there's pain. So once I started finding that fluidity by being on things that were wobbly, including, by the way, I have a one wheel and I started practicing this on my one wheel and it was perfect. Um, just a really, really great compliment to it. Um, when I'm off balance, I can find it. And now I've been practicing this 
and it's getting to a place where I can find it most days. I can actually like relax into it. I don't have pain. I get deep breath during my workouts and it feels so good. I can't even like tell you. It seems like a ridiculous thing to say, especially when there's like, you know, uh, mindfulness people and yogis and all these people everywhere in the world being like, mm, the breath so important. And I don't want to sound, you know, like ridiculous, but it doesn't feel good to breathe when you're when you're stiff and tight or if it if it hurts you right like there is no pleasure in that at all but there's so much pleasure for me at least right now in these deep breaths when I access them it is like you know eating your favorite food or like uh, it's 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 almost sexual it's like god that just feels so good or sensual is probably a better word for it but it's like the breath just drops it fills in my my whole torso feels soft and held and it just is an amazing feeling and I I'm not gonna bother trying to explain that anymore um all I'll say is if that sounds ridiculous to you that's totally fair it would have sounded ridiculous to me as well but it it is relief you know it is the relief that I needed for sure and it is just a fact that like that kind of access to our bodies feels good we are designed to like it, you know? We are designed to not like tension and rigidity and holding and all these things. We are designed to like the feelings of loose, deep breathing and uh, connected and energized bodies, right? Like that is supposed to feel good to us for a reason. It's that positive feedback that says yes. Yes to this. <laughs> Whatever you've done to get here is a yes. So uh, all of that is to say that over the last couple of weeks, I've just been noticing like my mood is so much better. My mental health is so much better. And there's other factors, right? There's obviously other stuff going on as well. Just the having the stress of the book be done, um, the therapy that I'm doing, you know, the meds that I'm on. It's a lot of things. But this is a huge one. And being able to feel any kind of relief and pleasure and joy in my body has been uh, I feel directly linked to the ability to have a body out of pain and a body with this kind of softness and this readiness and this energy. And none of that has to do with being in shape. So this the sort of second piece to this is I love being in shape. I love being strong. I've always loved being strong. I totally like let that go as a goal for many years because I was just like, you know what? I have other priorities, whatever. I'm not going to force myself to work out if I'm in pain and it's COVID and there's all these things going on. Uh, it's just not that important to me. But but I do love the feeling of being strong. And it does feel really empowering to me to know that, you know, I'm deadlifting again and I'm bench pressing and it's fun and I'm like getting better. And to see these progress uh, markers from week to week feels just amazing. Like I was doing this thing uh, – where I would basically drop down into a lunge and my back knee would touch the floor before coming back up really slow. So it's kind of like a single leg um, squat almost, you know, it went at the hard part. And I was doing it really badly, really fast, <laughs> really sloppy at first for like three reps each leg. And even that was like unbelievably difficult. And now I'm like banging out reps super slow, you know, with my back knee like really balanced and I'm holding a little five pound weight now and I'm doing eight reps per side. And I'm like, oh my God, I did that. I built this. I am amazing, you know? And that's the thing is like, I am so proud of my results the same way that I think when I was young and learned to dance, it wasn't like, oh, wow, I'm fit now. It certainly wasn't about the aesthetics. Like, oh, I'm, I'm 
tighter now. I mean, I liked that at the time, but like the thing that really changed my life wasn't I'm tighter now. It was, oh, I, I believe in myself. Like I can see progress and I now feel stronger about my capacity to make changes. It was the boost in agency and self-determination that changed my life. Not being able to dance, not being toned, but having seen that progress come f- directly from my actions. And I have that again now. Now, granted, like I have that in a lot of areas of life, thank goodness, because otherwise I don't know where my self-worth would come from. But like, uh, you know, in my work, for example, I work hard and then I make products and then they exist and then people buy them or, you know, like I, I do a launch and then I work with clients and then I get their feedback. And like I, I see self-determination all over the place in my work and I see my actions and my hard work being rewarded and I enjoy that. There is self-determination and joy and pride in that. And and a lot of my self-confidence at this point comes from knowing that I have done a lot. Of, I've made a lot of things happen that I wanted to happen. But with movement, it feels special. It feels somehow different and special. And I just love the feeling of I did this. Like I did enough baby cobras that now I can do 20 cobra to rock back things slowly mindfully without getting sore without struggling with deep breath like oh my god I did that and I did that because I was dedicated to twice a week just showing up literally all I ever had to do was show up at Ben's I always told myself just show up if I don't feel like doing anything he would have trusted me I always ended up doing something but like had I said I'm out today he would have been like okay And a lot of times what would happen is I would say, here's how this feels or here's what I'm available for. And we would start there and then it would find its own path, you know, like we would just start with some breathing or we would start with like a warm up and then it would be like, okay, well, actually, I feel a little better. Let's let's get into it. So basically, all I did was commit to the process of doing what needed to be done to take care of myself. And that combined with his expertise and ability to like guide me through the the actual training in a way that that was just I I could not have done that for myself not at this stage of my life Um, I couldn't get out of my own way I didn't have the energy I didn't have the drive so it was just incredible to see those forces you know come together and to be able to look back and say like I'm so proud of myself for continuing even in the depression even in the book writing even in the stress there were days where I got out of the car like I would have a panic attack on the way over unrelated to the workout just because life Um, I would finish the panic attack in the car and then go in and train And Ben knew it too. I would just tell him and he would be like, okay, cool. So that tells us what about your body? Like here, you know, here's where we're at. (laughs) Like talk about collapse. We're like deep in that. Let's see if we can regulate first. Like he was so smart and thoughtful about it that it just, I never had to bail basically. And so I kept showing up and I'm seeing that payoff now. And while it is fun to be in shape and it's fun to feel strong, the thing that feels really, really life-altering, well, actually, the first one would be not being in pain every day. Um, that's pretty life-altering. But the thing that feels really life-altering is that I am so, like, impressed with myself, and I am finding so much more joy in my life and my sense of um, pride in who I am is like getting richer because I did this, because I committed to this. And then also like I can actually feel those things because I have access to my body again. I can actually tap into pride instead of just panic and grief because I can take deep breaths now. I can control um, 
I don't know. Control isn't even actually the word I want for that. I would say I can set intentions for how I move and and like live in them, live in a different place in my body because I made those places available and accessible to myself. And I'm going to continue to do so, right? Like I'm not by any means cured or fixed or anything. Like I am just in the middle of my life. But there is something about seeing that progress and how it changes how I live in my my own body and my own life, how good it feels and how much it boosts the rest of of things like mood and and mindset and productivity and happiness, you know, like it just brings all of this good stuff in its wake. But it started with making my body available and accessible to myself again, in a more full way. Not just like <laughs> going through the motions, but genuinely connecting to it and and figuring out what it needed and doing it. Um, and I feel like we don't talk about that nearly enough as a culture when it comes to getting in shape. Like people talk about, oh, I feel so good when I work out. A lot of times there's, I feel so good when I'm fit or in shape. And yeah, it's nice to be, you know, not winded when I walk up and down the stairs the way that I used to be. We have a lot of stairs in our house and, you know, I still will complain, but like, I'm not fundamentally dying anymore the way that I used to be uh, when we moved in because I'm in way better shape now. And that's really great. I really like that. But we don't talk about the effect it has on our sense of self and our mental health in this way and our sense of who we are, which is like kind of the most important point, I think. Because if you're training for something, like if you just like to exercise to exercise, you just happen to be active, like maybe this doesn't apply. I don't know. But if you're training for something, if that something is mental health, physical health, um, a marathon, a climbing competition, uh, anything, if you're if you're moving toward a goal of some kind, even rehab could be this, um, it it has an incredible impact on how you understand yourself in the world, and if the movements that you're doing are you know, quote unquote working, which is to say like if you're actually making progress towards something, there is so many benefits to that that have nothing to do with actually getting in shape and certainly has nothing to do with the aesthetics. It has to do with the fact that we own our self-determination in the world. We feel powerful when we do stuff and that stuff has an impact. And that's what I feel like is is so undervalued and you know totally needs to be talked about more because this is what self-worth is based on you know having a sense of self-determination like what i do matters having a sense of impact what i do matters that is game changing we talk about empowerment that is empowering and this is one of the reasons why movement stuff can be so deeply healing again even if you don't get in shape even if you don't get fit even if you look exactly the same this stuff has wide-reaching benefits for who you are as a person. This is why I'm always like, pick something that actually like really calls to you. Like, I do not care if you ever lift weights. If you don't want to lift weights, don't lift them. I like it. It's fun for me. You know, I'm kind of drawn to it. Uh, hiking, I like hiking, but I, I, running sounds terrible, so I probably won't ever do that again. Maybe I will. I don't know. Who knows? But like right now, it sounds terrible. So I just feel like, the important thing is that you're doing stuff that has some kind of meaning and connection for you. And even if that meaning and connection is just joy, like you're seeking joy or it's fun, great. If it is you want to use it as a healing path, like to get out of pain, uh, like I did, um, or to, to boost your mental health, like I did, great. 
but allow it to have meaning that goes beyond I got in shape and the end result was good. Um, certainly beyond aesthetics, but even beyond performance, you know, you don't need to be strong. If, if you never got strong, but you decided what to do with your body and did it, there would be a lot of healing and power in that. You know, let's say it's darts, right? Like maybe you never get strong throwing darts, but darts has meaning to you and it it really draws you in and it's like hand-eye coordination and you got better at it. Maybe it's chess. Maybe it's the least athletic of uh, Olympic games. I think there's an Olympic game for chess, isn't there? Maybe not. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, But, you know, like maybe it has nothing to do with movement at all. I think that movement happens to be a particularly powerful path for this stuff, but also it is just the sense of self-determination I think that can be so healing so anyway I just wanted to share all of that um I hope it's helpful or interesting I am always open to new topics to talk about here you can uh submit a question or topic using the link that I will include in the show notes for you and if you love my free content feel free to uh donate on buymeacoffee.com or join my Patreon as a thank you. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, uh, and my website, jessineelan.com. And I thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next week. <laughs>